It's morning here in Atlanta, and if I sound raspy or like I just rolled out of bed because I literally just rolled out of bed. I did some writing earlier, and now I'm kind of like coming down from that that writing high that you all, that writers seem to get in the morning or dead middle of the night. I'm coming down from it. But, and if you hear snoring in the background or just like heavy breathing or just chewing, just noise in general, just know that that's my dogs right up on my ass as soon as I start to record. Writing for the culture, writing for the soul, writing session. Oh, for writers only. No, God, no. Um, That's definitely not original. I don't really know what I'm going to call this, but for now, let's just jump right into it and see where it goes. I'm an author of way too many books on the internet at this point. Um, person behind the ATL Diaries blog. And my biggest selling series being The Carter Boys and the Carter Girls by Desiree. And maybe if I keep saying biggest selling series, like best selling series, it'll actually happen for like New York bestseller. But right now we just going to keep manifesting. Even though I have like, you know, conspiracy theory like ideas or notions behind these best-selling lists and charts. I don't pay Amazon uh, best-selling charts no mind because it, it updates like every hour. But the big dogs, like the big ones up there, New York and USA and hell, even Essence, I have my ideas on how to get on that list. And if people are actually selling that much or if it's just the people they choose. I, you know what? Let's just not. Let's not even get into that because I'll go on a whole different rant. Yeah, I write books, period. So I just finished writing for the morning. And I maybe, I know I'm not the only writer that thinks this, but something about writing in the morning when it's when you first, when you just wake up, when you first waking up and there's absolutely nothing on your mind, it's quiet, it's 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 peaceful. You can hear your characters talk. I feel like the ideas are kind of, they kind of, kind of, they kind of just flow in a little bit. Maybe not like rushing where it's overwhelming, but the ideas are steady. It's consistent. And you know where you're going. You know where you've been. You know what you're trying to do. It only lasts for God knows how long. Mine's only lasted like an hour, maybe, maybe two hours, but it was a nice little writing high that I was on. The best times to write for me, always either early, early in the morning or really, really late at night when I'm just mentally burnt out, I'm drained, I'm physically tired. And the only thing I want to do, well, no, wow, oh my God, I sound raggedy. Not mentally drained or tired, nothing like that. Just when there is absolutely nothing else to do and you're at your, you're at the end of the day, it's night, it's nothing else is on your mind. You just write. It's quiet. People are asleep. You know, as the world, as your reality sleeps, you know, the world, the story, the, you know, the life and the story comes to life and every, you know, everything, characters are up and moving, blah, 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 you know. So it's, it's either writing in the morning or writing late, late at night. I, writing in the middle of the day, I can do it, but it has to be, 
I feel like the story has to be where whatever whatever point I'm at right now, it has to be good for me to be writing during the day. Otherwise, I won't do it. I'll catch. I'll see him in the morning. I'll see y'all in the morning. I'll see y'all tonight. That's it. But me during the day, no. I got I I got bills to pay. I got shit I got to do during the day. So, but yeah, I've come to the conclusion after this writing session. And normally, I don't. Normally with these uh, tapes, I'm trying to record just before I write, but I figured I was in a really good mood. And I, I, I feel like, oh, if you hear snoring, that's my dog. She, poor baby, breathing problems. I don't know. I don't know. She's an old dog. I just let her be. But I feel like um, I was in a good mood to record. Just I was just got off my riding high. I'm still trying to come down from it. Got my note cards. Um I like to think of it as a form of outlining. I had this discussion with someone yesterday. And although I don't, it's not outlining in the sense of you have your note cards, you're writing what's about to happen, what you think is going to happen. I'm writing out each point of view on a different note card and had an awesome breakthrough with um, <clears throat> this part with uh, the baby shower. It's probably like 20 to 30 pages worth of chapters and maybe going through three to four different point of views so I wrote each point of view on a, on a note card just like one or two sentences like hey Nevea baby shower pouring down rain next note card you know Tallulah comes to Jasmine's house talks to her mother-in-law Elizabeth Freeman um and I I sat there and thought I was like man I, there's something I, I felt like I could uh, uh, rearrange the chapters, the sequence. And instead of doing it in the doc, I was like, well, let me just do it with the, let me write them out on the note card because all the chapters are already written out. And I rearranged it and I'm really like, I'm really digging it. Like I, it, it makes so much sense. So I, I was in it, uh, I was able to copy and paste the story, you know, move the chapters around the way I wanted to. I think, uh, the writing software Scrivener does the same thing, but sometimes you just don't want to look at a damn computer screen all day, every day. You know what I mean? Sometimes it helps to get on pen. Sometimes it helps to go back to the basics. But I was saying before I got off track, I realized something about writing. I think to be a writer, you have to have like one of the things you have to have is creative patience and I feel like I'm about to go into a whole nother world, a whole nother dimension trying to explain this. I'll probably have a stroke trying to explain what I'm what I'm thinking when it comes to creative patience, but just bear with me while I get my thoughts together. Okay, so here's the thing. I've been stuck on charm for the past few days. Not because the story was dull or dragging, which might be my biggest fear, but I have my moments where I'm where I realize it's dragging or where I realize some parts in the story are kind of like, um, this is kind of unnecessary, da da da, you know, blah blah blah. You're really pull you're really like dragging these characters on chapter by whatever. I have some there are some parts I realize, the other parts I really have no idea. I'm just Maybe unless an editor tells me or I'll read about it in the reviews if readers are saying, hey, this story was dragging. Like, you got to speed this up. So, but that's not what I'm talking about with creative patience. So I was stuck for, I was stuck on charm for the past few days. And 
I think I I don't know if it was just before per I think it might have been oh I was stuck on Percy and Jasmine's sex scene because everyone is like like I said everyone is so hyped up on Homer and Pia I'm like do I do I need their sex scene to compete like do they have to who's going to be better Homer or Pia or Jasmine and Percy two different types of relationships two different personalities two different dynamics there's no way I could put I can try to compare the two and try to write as good or as whatever I couldn't do it so I was I felt like I was stuck but not um not in a sense that it was writer's block. Like I wanted their sex scene to be addictive. No, that's not the word. I'm really bad at words. I'm really bad at finding words. Um, ironically, and I write for a living, but I'm really bad at it. And now I'm sitting here with my eyes closed, trying to find, trying to grasp the word in the dark. Uh, obsessive. Um, I don't know. I wanted their sex scene to be like almost painful. You know what? Let's just, let's not even, if you read the story, you know what I'm talking about. These two, these, this couple, they're, they're on this sexual high right now because they lit the candles and they, they're, they're basically devouring each other. I wanted them to devour each other to the point where they couldn't control it. Okay. So not painful, not obsessive or addictive. None of those little whack words I just mentioned, just they're on this sexual high that they cannot get down. They can't come down from. So I was stuck on how to get, how to initiate that, how to initiate the candles, how to initiate the two getting together, even though their dynamic is so toxic and their, their relationship is so uh, up and down, mainly down. So once I got through that, their sex scene, I feel like, the creative patience kind of kicked in. And I, I, like I said, not writer's block, but because I think writer's block is what you don't, you're, you're burnt out. Maybe you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know what's going to happen next. Maybe you're not interested in the story anymore, or you're just not focused on writing. You just, I feel like writer's block is when, uh, when I sit at the computer screen and I'm just staring at the screen. I don't, it's not that I'm not interested in writing. I just, I don't, maybe I just don't, I'm just not connecting with the story at that moment. Mentally, I'm distracted. I'm just, I don't know. I don't want to write. And that's usually when I'll step away and find something else to do until I'm ready to come back to writing. But it happens to everyone. Even you don't have to be, it just happens to everyone who do this. People that do the same thing over and over. Sometimes you burn out and you need to step back. But creative patience, I think is, Something, I feel like, um, how do I explain it? Creative patience, I feel like it was more so me. I wanted to write. I'm still in love with the story, very much in tune with the characters. I hear them. I see them. I'm, I'm not even talking to them because I don't think they know I exist. I think they just know I'm there to tell their story. But... I'm, I'm, you know, I'm here, I'm writing, I'm sitting here, I'm writing the chapters. I'm, I'm trying to write to figure out what's working, what doesn't work, but something is just not clicking. And I think with the creative patience, I think I was waiting on something to happen in the story. Something, what that, what is that something? I don't know. It's something I can't explain, but I think I was waiting on something like extraordinary, unbelievable, like insane, 
to draw me back into the store and force me to figure out what the hell to do about it by writing it out or writing it down. Like I was waiting on the store. I was waiting on the store to come to life. No, 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 no. I was waiting on life to come to the story. Ooh, oh, oh, that was deep. Yes, 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 yes. That was deep. I creative patience is waiting on something to happen in the story. You don't know what that something is, but you'll know it when it happens. And when it happens, you are, you are on it like white on rice. Like you are writing, you're in the zone, you're in the mood. You're just, and I feel like I, I, I feel like I hit, I, maybe I hit a little, maybe I knocked a little bit off that patience off. I feel like I'm still kind of stuck halfway in between getting out of that space and still kind of waiting on something to happen. But I think right now it's because I'm building up to something bigger at the end of the story. And I have an idea what happens, but I don't know how I'm going to get there. I don't know how long it's going to take me to get there, but we're going to see what happens. We're going to see. Let's, let's, let's keep recording and figure it out. Now that I'm over this like creative patient hump, you know, blockage, blockade. I'm kind of like tapping into the next part of the story where everything that I've been building up for comes to, is going to happen here. It's going to happen now. But uh, let's see with Charmed. This is me sliding my note cards against my desk right now. With Charmed, it's a lot of, especially with the first part, like let's say let's say I am splitting the two books up, Charmed and uh let's call Part Two Wicked, which I think is a dumb name, but whatever. I want to have it to where little hints drop, dropping little hints, little little tidbits of what's to come in Charm, what's to come in Wicked. I want to drop all that in Charm. So now it's like okay, now I have to write the second part of this book because I don't I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I'm, I'm going to keep on saying this until readers understand. I don't plan none of this. I Everything I write is off the top of my head from the moment I sit down on my computer. Oh, God, my poor dog. Hold on. My poor dog. She's The door is not open wide enough, and she thinks she's going to hit the door. Come on. Go. Little tap dancers. I, I don't know what's going to happen in the second part in Wicked, but once I can get an idea, I'll have to go back into Charm and start to change things around. That's how I know I'm towards the end. It sounds like a lot of work. It sounds like it really does. And it is a lot of work. It is a lot of work, but it's so awesome. It's such a great feeling once you finally see the story clearly. Right now, I'm just grasping at straws. I'm just going to take a guess at what it, what's going to happen, what could happen, and we'll go from there. Like... But for now, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know. We'll see. Today, I think my writing session will probably pick back up again this evening. I'm probably going to look over some stuff now, but I think um, my writing session is going to pick back up this evening. Evening. I'll probably take a nap. I'm going to go out, um, get the grocery store for once. Oh, and the questions. Wow, Questions. I guess it doesn't really apply since I've already did my writing, but what's bringing me to write today? 
I just want I just want to write. I I got I have to put this book out by June first. Like that's the deadline. Which character or storyline is speaking to you? Indigo's boyfriend. He's the key. He is the smallest, most insignificant. Like he doesn't even have a his speaking part is like minimum. He'll be in the background of a background character because Indigo herself is a background character. So I want I want him to just kind of go under the radar. Well, he doesn't go under the radar because you kind of know what he's doing. You hear, but she has no idea. So his storyline, his character, that's the one that's like speaking to me the most. Like ASAP. Now that Percy and Jasmine got their shit together, it's time to work on the villains. Um, hi, Cooper. Writing space. I wrote this morning in my bed. I think I woke up at like four o'clock, four or five o'clock in the morning and I was writing. And then I just, I, I don't know if it got cold. It was, it was a little cold this morning. So I kind of was like, oh, it's a little too cold to have my hands out on this keyboard. Let me crawl back into bed. Probably went to sleep for about another 30 minutes and woke up and popped the laptop open again. So that was pointless. My writing goal for this session, which we'll probably pick back up this evening. Uh, yeah, same goal. Mermaid birthday party. And watch me even talking about it constantly. I'm not going to get there. It's probably going to be a deleted scene that never happens. But we can all hope and dream or dare to dream. As always, a sprinkle of good vibes, positive, manifesting, just dope-ass energy on your project, my project, my stuff, your stuff, whoever's listening to this, your life, you know, I need, we need all that, all that good energy, all of that. But yeah, I'll see you guys, I'll see you writers for the next writing session, over and out.